All right, let's get this bread. Hey guys, welcome back to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Ryan Jod. And this week was a very good week for car news. Indeed. Uh, a couple things happened. So if if you guys are in the loop, you know a lot of announcements for some high-end cars. Yep. First off, we're going to talk about the Bugatti Chiron Supersport. It took back the crown as the fastest production car in the world. Yeah, it's definitely cool to see uh, Bugatti back at the at the top. You know, it's been back and forth for a while. It's good to see them back up there, you know? Yeah, I think the... So, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. maybe, when, like, the mm-hmm. the Veyron came out. Right. I think it came out, like, 2004, so more than 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the fastest car. I think it was, like, a 1,000 horsepower. Right. Fastest car in its time. Mm-hmm. And over the past couple of years, you know, a lot of different sports manufacturers, hypercar manufacturers, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, came out with cars that were faster. Right. You know, and Bugatti's been out of the spotlight for a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, previously, they had the Coinseg Agera RS. Mm-hmm. I believe that beat the record last year mm-hmm. for the highest production car. Mm-hmm. I think top speed was like 284 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Something around that. And Bugatti came on top at 304 miles per hour just last week. Yeah, mm, that's fast. It's kind of pointless though, in general. Like, when will you ever use that type of speed? Like, especially on the street. Like, yeah. The, I, I get that they're trying to, like, you know, stay up there and, you know, prove a point. But when will you ever use that much power on the street? And when are you loud, actually? Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, the model that they used to, like, record the top speed, mm-hmm. it was a super sport model. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, a higher end than just, like, the regular Chiron. I don't know, like, what the production is on this, but I'm sure it'll be a lot more limited right. than the regular Chiron. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this car is not for road use. Nope. Even like the regular Chiron, it's not for road use, obviously. Mm-hmm. People drive on the road, but you don't get the full experience mm-hmm. of, what is it, like a W16? Mm-hmm. I believe that's what's in the car now. Wow. Yeah, I don't think you get the full experience on the road. Surprisingly enough, they actually tested this on a street. Obviously, it was probably closed off and everything like that, but it was actually on the street, and I believe it was the same road that they used for the Coinseg speed test that was just last year. Right. That's very interesting. I, I think... It's just a competition now, though. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like, it, these speed tests are kind of, like, designed for, like, the title, you know? Mm-hmm. You have the fastest production car in the world. That's something to brag about. Right. And I think that's what Bugatti's really going for here. Definitely. Like, 304 miles per hour. That's 490 kilometers per hour. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely insane for a car. Yeah. Never seen that before. But, you know what? Let them do their thing. Yeah, it's good on them. Actually, I read an article that says that they could have gone faster. I think they they were projecting 320 miles per hour. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, all I can do is just laugh at that. Yeah. That's like, what? Like, yeah. I, like I, I think fast is like over 150, especially on Ontario, in Ontario. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's like, holy shit, I'm going fast, right? 320 that's like double that <laughs> that's crazy it's 515 kilometers per hour mm-hmm. that's like half the speed of a like a commercial jet i believe right right mm-hmm. that's the kind of speed we're talking about here yeah and i'm reading online right now and I, I, I think the route that they use it's actually in nevada it's a one-way route 
and damn like if you guys seen the video it's like all over the internet mm-hmm. it's like insane i'm sure like every car enthusiast would love to drive on this road definitely like, like if you could hit almost 500 kilometers per hour in a car mm-hmm. like that i think that's that shows you like the quality of the road itself mm-hmm. it's not even a track this is like just a regular street we're talking about here right which yeah i um, mean again it's outrageous right like is it even legal <laughs> obviously it's street legal yeah obviously it's street legal yeah honestly it's just a flex <laughs> like, um i think like bugatti they're just driving to make the fastest car in the world yeah they say that you know they've already proven themselves with the veron mm-hmm. uh, and yeah they've proven themselves again that they can definitely do it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even though other companies are trying yeah they're gonna keep trying but like they're gonna stay at the top Yep, so as of right now, Bugatti is now the fastest production car in the world. Awesome. Back on top. All right, so next on the car news, um, Lamborghini, they announced their first ever hybrid. Is it a hybrid or is it fully electric? So yeah, it's a, it's a Lamborghini Shin. I don't know if I pronounced it that yeah, properly. It, English, you would normally pronounce it Cien, mm-hmm. S-I-A-N. Uh, obviously, Lamborghini being Italian. It's pronounced differently. I'm seeing online that it's pronounced Shan. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true that is, but for now, we're just going to call it the Shan. Yeah. Lamborghini Shan. Yeah, th- this is honestly, um, it's kind of out of Lamborghini's territory. They mainly stick to like, high, not high horsepower, but um, just V12s. Yeah, that's like V12s and V10s. That's like their thing, right? Yeah, that's all they do. Um, obviously, they're still sticking to it. This is apparently a V12 hybrid. Yeah, so, so it's still a V12. Still has the nice V12 mm-hmm. rumble to it. Yeah, which they're ke- sticking to their roots. But the hybrid is obviously going to give them more power yes. when, when they need it, right? Yeah, so they're calling it super capacitor technology. Well, um, I'm not really sure what that means. but sounds futuristic. Yeah, definitely. But from what, from what I'm reading here is that it has um, electric motors mm-hmm. and a battery, of course, mm-hmm. that delivers the extra power. Mm-hmm. Right, just like any hybrid system would work. Right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I believe this is supposed to be the fastest car they've ever made. It's like over eight hundred and fifty horsepower or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Again, it's out of their zone, but I get what they're doing. They're they're gonna be transforming to electric because honestly, electric is a future. Hate to say it, but I won't be surprised if in a couple of years uh, they come out with their first electric car. Yeah, we've seen like other supercar manufacturers and stuff come out with hybrids. You know, Ferrari's been doing it for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the advantage to like these hybrid systems is the power. You know, you have the instant power, instant torque, all that stuff right. that we've seen in electric cars. Mm-hmm. And bringing that to supercars, you know, it gives them that extra boost without like the turbo lag that you see in a lot of these right. new cars. So right? like. I think that's the whole basis of going electric in the first place, right? Yeah. You you avoid the lag. Um, there's obviously less moving parts, just the motor. Yeah, exactly. So in general, I do see Lamborghini doing it in the future, but the whole point of buying a Lamborghini in the first place is, you know, a luxury status, right? So like when you when you have that type of money, you don't really care about gas and how yeah. expensive it is, yeah. right? It's not. It's definitely not for like fuel efficiency. No, definitely not. Yeah. It's more for power. Like, mm-hmm. I think the V12, it, it, it actually comes straight from the Aventador. Mm-hmm. And then the electric motors also adds a little bit of power there. I'm reading online, it says 807 horsepower. Not surprised. So just over 800 horsepower. 
I believe their Aventador it's not much slower than that. Maybe around like 750 horsepower. Right. Yeah. So you're not really getting much power when you think about it from the electric motors. Uh, honestly, I think it's just torque. Um, yeah. It yeah. might not be horsepower, but I think it's just, they're just trying to up the torque. And when it's needed, it's there. Yeah, so Lamborghini's been using the V12 engine for years now. So they definitely have the experience, you know, in developing an engine like that and getting like maximum performance out of it. Adding the electric motors obviously gives them performance boost. Uh, I'm seeing numbers from 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds. That's crazy. I don't know how that compares to like their previous models, mm -hmm. but it's definitely competing with like higher end supercars. Right. Like considering that it only has like what 800, 807 horsepower. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, as I said before, it's mainly just for torque, right? Yeah. So that the car can go quicker, right? And I'm pretty. I've seen that car. Um, it still it doesn't look like they decreased the weight. Whatsoever. No, no, it looks very much like a Aventador. Right. So it's most likely that the hybrid uh, is mainly for the torque increase, which is impressive for what it is. Yeah, and I mentioned earlier that they use the uh, supercapacitors. Mm -hmm. So instead of batteries, they're using these supercapacitors because apparently they're better at charging and discharging than conventional batteries mm -hmm. that are used in hybrid systems. Right. Right. So it obviously gives them that advantage you know, for the power and the hybrid system, really. Mm -hmm. Ain't no Dursals anymore. Yeah, none of that around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think this is like, a, it's a big step for Lamborghini for sure. Obviously, you know, other manufacturers are kind of biting into the electric and hybrid vehicle market. Right. Uh, we see in supercars, sports cars, all that stuff. As uh, first for Lamborghini, I feel like a lot of other manufacturers are going to follow them as well. Mm -hmm. And I, I can see this system kind of being incorporated into you know, newer Lamborghinis as well. Definitely. I can I can totally see it. As I said, Lamborghini, I, I won't be surprised in, in the next couple of years if they end up going full electric because that's the future, right? If they yeah. don't invest in it now, they're going to be so behind. Yeah, yeah. That'll be interesting to see because obviously like other manufacturers have been publishing that they're going to be doing like a full electric line, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Even like supercar manufacturers, they're saying they're going to be, you know, doing electric cars mm -hmm. we haven't heard much from lamborghini no they've so, been very hush hush about it yeah so it makes me wonder like what they're developing in in secret you know what i mean and i think if one car can make like the electric supercar it'll be lamborghini for sure mm -hmm. that's true i can totally see it besides coin and seg and stuff yeah obviously right this is a, they're making more of affordable <laughs> we say affordable but like the cheaper yeah cheaper the, the, well these are like supercars like coin seg and like Pagani, mm -hmm. those are more hyper cars, right? Right, right. So uh, Lamborghinis are like obviously like suited for street driving. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. but yeah, we like. I'm excited to see what you know what else Lamborghini has in the electric market. Definitely looking forward to what they bring out. Yeah, and on that note, we're actually going to move on to a newer electric car. This is that fully electric Porsche Taycan? Now this is new. It was actually revealed in Niagara Falls, right? Yeah. So the the Canadian reveal was mm -hmm. in Niagara Falls, right? Apparently they call it the Taycan Turbo S. Yeah. So I think there's two models. There's the Turbo, yeah. or no, there's the Taycan S and then the Taycan Turbo S, which has no turbo. It has no turbos. <laughs> it's just electric. It's electric, but it still has but turbo in the name. They're using turbo as a way of relating to speed. Yeah, I think that's what it right? is. Right. Yeah. So. It's fast. <laughs> yeah, that's, definitely. That's all they're trying to say, but they they don't have the terminology. And 
Honestly, they ain't fooling no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, people are going to catch on. But I think the Turbo comes into the name because mm-hmm. it's like Porsche's legacy. Right. You know, for years, like decades even, Porsche's been using the Turbo name in all of their cars. In most mm-hmm. of their cars, I should say. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a trim level at this point. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that's kind of what they're pushing towards here. The Turbo S obviously being the higher performance variants of the car. On paper, it looks absolutely insane. I think it's 750 horsepower and it goes 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds. That's crazy. So that's 0.2 seconds less than the V12 hybrid Lamborghini that we just talked about. Which this is all all, all electric. electric, yeah. which is crazy. <laughs> which honestly, it makes the Lamborghini look pretty good for for being yeah, a hybrid. Like it doesn't look bad. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of people online, they're comparing this to the Tesla, the Model S, P100D, obviously. Which I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's obviously a competitor. Mm-hmm. Porsche, they're obviously, you know, aiming for performance in this model. The Actually, the Tesla still remains on top. I think horsepower-wise, it's around the same. The 0-60, to 60, I think it's 2.4 seconds, 2.2 mm-hmm. seconds, around yeah. that. Yeah. So it's still a little quicker than the Taycan. I think it's just Porsche trying to enter the electric industry. I don't think it's really sporty. Obviously, it, it is still sporty. It's fast. Yeah, it's fast. Right? But I think they're just trying to compete. All right? Because they mainly just do V6s or straight sixes, I should say. Yeah. And obviously, there are other engines as well. But I think the VW group in, in general, they want to move towards electric cars now. Right? They've created already the e-Golf, which if no one has heard of it, it's pretty much a good competitor. It's like the Volt. Right, so yeah, it's a it's, cheaper version. Yeah, um, these are more like family cars. Exactly, right? it's it's more of a luxury. Yeah, and it's not cheap. It's like what a hundred thousand. Uh the Taycan. Yeah. Oh, it's way more than that. It's <laughs> I believe it starts at around like one seventy Canadian. That's a very expensive family car. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's Porsche though, right? Oh yeah. We're yeah. talking about Porsche here. They're like known for creating like amazing sports cars right exactly right? and mm-hmm. it's a sedan too so it it, it kind of resembles the panamera right it looks very like similar to it actually yeah it, mm-hmm. do, it does look really similar yeah actually the first time i saw the car the first thing i noticed is that the headlights look very similar to the mark 5 yeah, super yeah i think we talked about this yeah yeah it definitely looks very similar but yeah other than that like the rest of the car it looks it's very nice it's very porsche styling right you know very sleek Mm-hmm. modern mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh interior wise too like porsche like it's a luxury car as well right so obviously it has all the technology all like the luxury features right. you'd expect uh but yeah i think the pricing is kind of in line with porsche's lineup i don't know how much the panamera goes for mm-hmm. i imagine it's it's obviously less than that but the pricing you know people are complaining a lot about the pricing because it's more expensive which everyone's gonna do but yeah because we can't do anything right that's just how they price it yeah exactly because people are comparing it to the the tesla and on paper yeah it's very comparable but these are like completely different cars yeah the panamera is a hundred thousand right so yeah so it starts around a hundred thousand yeah so it's already cheaper i think they're just uh, putting a premium price on it because it's electric it's electric yeah it's a fully electric car obviously the costs are a lot more expensive like people don't take into account how expensive it is to actually produce a car right yeah um yeah. the first couple of models it's obviously over a hundred thousand dollars just to create the first couple right yeah um, easily if, it, if this is going to be mass produced obviously they can make it cheaper in the future but as since they just came out with it they're gonna price it 
pretty hefty. Yeah. And honestly, it's Porsche. You know, Porsches, you're paying for the name, right? Oh, of course. It's, it's one of those, like, uh, European manufacturers where it's just it just costs more. Yeah. Right? Then it's competitors. Yeah. I can see that. It's, it's a luxury car at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And honestly, like, comparing it to other cars similar in performance, mm-hmm. like, we're talking, like, AMG, the GT63S. Mm-hmm. So that's the new sedan from Mercedes. Mm-hmm. It's pretty comparable in price, right? And performs better than, you know, that car. Right. For being like a sports car as well. Right, right. Even though it's a sedan. Exactly. In general, I think it's just a, a way of Porsche showing that they're right for change. They've been using the same model for so many years. You know, like same design. Like if you look at all the cars, they just yeah. look all the same, right? Like Yeah, I think could... that, that kind of plays a part in like the branding as well, right? Right, right. It kind of has, like, that legacy look to it. Right. right. Like, when you think about Porsche, you think of an old white guy. Like, that's just me, though. Uh, <laughs> debatable. I don't know about that. Right? It's, like, someone that's old, someone that can, you know, has been relaxing his entire life, and then he just wants to enjoy it. Right? So, yeah. It's a Porsche. Yeah. yeah. I, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the, the Taycan, it's more of a family car. Right. Obviously, it's a sedan. Right. So one thing that the Taycan has over its competitors is that it has the quickest time at the Nürburgring for an electric vehicle, mm-hmm. electric sedan right. in particular. Right. Which I don't think anyone else has. Yeah. For an electric vehicle, obviously like range comes into factor, overheat and all that. Mm-hmm. I believe the Tesla Model S does not have a time at all because it overheats when performing at like high levels for that long. And test and Porsche kind of uh, they explained how the Taycan is like one of the only cars that could consistently drive around the track without overheating. That's impressive. Yeah, especially for like an electric car. Yeah, um, I think that's what like Germans do really well, especially with testing. They test their cars like to hold, hold max capacity, right? So like I don't know if Tesla does this, but how Europeans used to do it is if the car could go extremely fast on the Nurburgring, then it would then they would actually produce it they're pretty much downgraded detune it right oh yeah, yeah so that they could sell it to people that so then they wouldn't crash yeah yeah <laughs> right makes sense so like that's what the germans do really well is they they make sure that they can still get to that level if they, if it's needed but they'll obviously downgrade it yeah like yeah you know for marketing yeah i know what you mean i think like that's the difference between like the take on s Mm-hmm. Or the turbo and like the Taycan Turbo S, right? Is that performance, right? Yeah. And I think that's what they're trying to prove. It's like, yeah, the Tesla is fast, but ours performs better, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, I think that's that's like the main yeah. takeaway from the whole comparison between the cars. Right. They're trying to prove to people that, yeah, the Tesla is fast, might be faster, but you know what's the point of it being faster when it can't do the better lap time? Yeah. Yeah. And like Porsche, like they're known for, you know, their performance cars. Yeah. The Taycan is no exception, right? right? Performs just as well as any Porsche. Right. And it's an electric vehicle. It performs just as well as an electric vehicle. In general, my opinion, um, I think Porsche did a good job. I remember when their first uh, concept came out, the E-Mission. I know it sounds really weird, but it's like E-Mission. Yeah, E-Mission, yeah. I was really impressed of, of how it looked. Obviously, when they actually released it, it didn't look like it. Obviously, it looks very similar, but it looks a little different. Yeah, like that's that's the same with like any concept yeah, car that yeah. comes like, to production. Yeah, like Toyota did it with their Supra. With the Supra, yeah. right? Yeah. Like everyone just 
it's, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. but they actually did a pretty good job. It does look the front does look a little off to me, but yeah, it's it's definitely outside of like the right. Porsche styling. Yeah, but I can like the rear end actually looks like a Porsche. Yeah, it right? lo- like, it actually looks like a nine eleven. Yeah, it looks like um. A little com- combination of the 911 and the Panamera. Yeah, yeah. So like it's perfect, right? I I'd say. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. I I, I like I like European cars that have like a nice brand. I say. Yeah, I like I like the Porsche styling as well. Mm. Like even their older Porsches, I'm more a fan of that. Right. It's it's less um like mm-hmm. modern than like right. these newer ones, but it still has like that timeless mm-hmm. look to it. You know. Yeah, I th- like that. I I feel like that's what um Porsche does really well. Right? Yes, their cars all look the same. Yeah. Like, as they did, like, back in the 90s. But that's the whole thing about Porsche. Right? Yeah. You buy a Porsche for the designing. Right? That's what they're known for. Yeah, exactly. Right? Even even Volkswagen, um, when they ended up buying El Porsche, they ended up stealing the design because they started incorporating it into the Beetle. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 So, like, obviously the Beetle died off now because they didn't advertise it properly. But, like, the Porsche design will always be there. As you know, the next legacy, and I'm glad that they're actually keeping that alive. Yeah, I agree with you on that point. Mm-hmm. I think like the Porsche, even though you know all these new manufacturers, they're redesigning all their cars, redesigning their lineup, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Porsche, they're doing the same thing, but they're keeping you know their legacy. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like their, I think their headlights are like the most iconic part of the car. Definitely. Right, and they're continuing that through all of their sports cars. Which and I really like. Yeah, and it's not like they've just gotten rid of the, the you know, like the circular headlights. Yeah. They still kind of incorporated it into the, the new Taycan, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's the thing. They they know how to keep their cars alive. It's not like yeah, they're, exactly. they're just getting rid of all their designs. No, the Macan still looks like, you know, the same styling. Right? Yeah. But, like, obviously still has its own thing going on, right? It's not a copy and paste like, you know, some brands out there. Yeah. The Porsche is obviously, they do their own thing and make sure that all their cars are always unique and they're not just copy and paste yeah overall i think porsche is doing a good job here yeah definitely making their mark in the electric vehicle market oh they're off to like a really really good start really good start i definitely can't i can't wait to see the rest of the cars yeah because obviously this is like really expensive right now um but like it'll trickle down right like i can i can so see it that their Macan's going to be electric, their 911s might be electric, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm really hyped. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can't wait to see what they have in store for, like, yeah. a full-on sports car. I wasn't as happy seeing the Tesla um, bringing out their electric cars as I am right now, that Porsche will eventually, you know, bring out their electric models, especially them being into performance. You yeah. just know that they're, they're going to do a good job of tr- bringing the performance out of every car that they build. Yeah, and I think they're, like, with this card, they're kind of setting a benchmark mm-hmm. for where, like, sports cars should mm-hmm. be at. Right. Electric sports cars, mm-hmm. I should say. Right. Right? And I think this is kind of going to kickstart a new market yeah. for electric sports cars. Definitely. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's not like this is a, a full-out sports car. This is more of, like, a family car. Yeah, this is a family car, right? right? So, like, I can, I can, I so hope that they end up putting it in the, in the 911 the 911s, and yeah. Boxsters and stuff. Because, like... It's going to be a beast. Yeah. Like, th- if you think about it, like, mm-hmm. this is a full-on s- sedan. I think it weighs, like, two and a half tons or something. Right. Right? So, a really heavy car to start off. 
putting down 750 horsepower, 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds. Right. Now think about all that in a more compact a coupe like right. the 911 exactly. right mm-hmm. like the power and the performance that they're going to achieve from that is going to be like next level exactly yeah so i think it was a pretty good week for you know car news we had some three major announcements from mm-hmm. some pretty popular manufacturers in mm-hmm. the car world yeah uh, obviously it's not what enthusiasts are looking for yeah obviously car enthusiasts like us modifying cars and all that mm-hmm. these aren't cars that you're going to be modifying but definitely right. interesting to see where like the right. the car market and the car world is going, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, now that we're gonna move on to car of the week. Yeah, so you could introduce this one. Ranja showed me this one a couple of days ago. Yeah, so um, this is very interesting to me because I love Beetles. Um, I know it's a weird weird thing to love, but Volkswagen Beetles are one of my favorite cars out there, even though they're slow as hell. But someone uh, is getting creative on the internet, and they ended up swapping a RB25, which is an engine out of uh, like the the Skyline. The Skylines, yeah. And they swapped it into the Beetle. Yeah, and <laughs> it's not in the back; it's in the front of the it's car. It's in the front, right? So yeah. this is like the older Beetles where it was rear engine, right? And yeah, he just completely closed off the trunk yeah. and swapped the engine in the front. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how this thing does. Yeah, I want to um, know like how exactly he's doing all that. Yeah, work. because like the it, you have to re-engineer these cars then, right? Yeah, and it's an old car, right? Exactly. So you're not gonna get like parts, anything like that. It's exactly. all custom work. Well, the Beetles are strange because a lot of people bought them, so there's there's endless parts online. But now that we're getting, it's getting pretty old. You're right. There's a lot of parts out there, but they're very expensive. Yeah, definitely a niche market. Definitely a niche market. So, um, I think a couple of weeks ago we talked about engine swaps into co- these cars. This is a very good instance of that because the RB25 has so many car parts. As soon as like they have everything done, they know what they need, right? So they can hoard parts and stuff like that, which which should be interesting to build. I just want to see it done, to be honest. How I'm just reading the comments. One of the guys wrote, fuck me, that better better have serious welding done to it. He's like, the guy wrote, it's not a Beetle anymore. And this guy wrote, no, now it's a Beeline. Yeah, so this Instagram account, there's not many, like, progress pictures mm-hmm. posted. Yeah, it looks like the, the owner, he's doing, like, a full-out build on it. Yeah. Obviously, it's all custom, all mm-hmm. custom work. Mm-hmm. And I think he actually had the same RB swapped in an E36. Yeah, if you scroll down his page. Yeah, so yeah. on his page, he actually has the mm-hmm. same engine in the E36. Yeah, um, it seems like he, he actually owns a RB as well, or a Skyline, I should say. Um, yeah, I think he has an R32. I R32, yeah. yeah. So it's very interesting seeing, like, you know, him getting an old shell and swapping in something that, you know, no one uh, has a guts to do. Kudos to him, though. Like, no one has a balls to do that. And, you know, I'm, I'm guessing he's this is this strictly being built for racing, which I'm hoping he's actually going to do. Are these cars front wheel, rear wheel drive? Rear wheel drive. Rear wheel drive, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be a really good combination, actually. Yeah, th- those those cars come very light. The reason why they never ended up putting a big engine in these cars. Yeah. I think it's like a motorcycle engine, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, in a car this small, I don't think you could fit much in it. Yeah, uh, it's it fits in the back. I watched a one video of this guy that that was actually modding one of these beetles, and literally they to take out the engine, they bo- unbolted like the engine mounts, and they literally just picked it up and, you know. Yeah, I can imagine. It. Yeah, yeah, it's really small. I think one guy like... actually like curled it, 
and wow. pulled it out. <laughs> so like it, it goes to show like it's just very like light car. car, yeah. Yeah, I'd be really interested to see what he does with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a picture. He has like a big wing on it. He has some mm-hmm. wheels, flared out the fenders and stuff. Right. So obviously, like a build like this takes time. Mm-hmm. So I I don't see it, you know, being finished anytime soon. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be interesting to follow. Definitely. So yeah, that's the car of the week. We definitely enjoy doing these because we, it's very uh, adventurous to find something that's you know unique and something that stands out to us. So yeah, I hope you guys like the segment. We just introduced it like two weeks ago. All right, so meets coming up. I don't personally know of many in the next week, mm-hmm. unfortunately. The only meet that's happening in the net in the next week or so is No Club. And do you want to talk about it? Yeah, this is their season closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's happening September twenty first. Mm-hmm. In St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure where that is. <laughs> Sounds far away. Very far. But yeah, it's their season closer, 12 p.m. till 8 p.m. So it's an all-day event. Yeah. They have a drag strip, live DJ, show and shine, audio competition, and vendors as well. Mm-hmm. So like No Club, they're a huge club. You know, mm-hmm. they host shows, you know, all season long. Mm-hmm. We've been to a couple of them, pretty good shows. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the season closer is going to be pretty good as well. Yeah. They did a pretty some pretty good meets this uh, season, but I think uh, we're gonna see a lot of season closers being pop like popping up and shit and stuff. I know Strata is also doing theirs. Yeah, so they just announced that it's gonna be happening the 29th of September. Right. I believe not many details though for that yet. No, so that's why we didn't even talk about that. But but yeah, season closers are gonna start uh, popping up, and uh, I guess that's uh, very sad news because it's, it's the yeah season's, season's coming to an end. Yeah, that's, that's sad very sad Why? but hey that, that means that there's gonna be a lot more shows yeah you know obviously yeah um like car clubs right car crews mm-hmm. different brands all that kind of stuff they're gonna be throwing yeah. all kinds of car meets car shows definitely and so, that, that's what gets hyped right because we rather go to a show that's actually gonna be bumping yeah rather than one that's like if there's like 20 events in one day yeah it's it, not gonna be very fun it's, right it's boring let's yeah. be honest yeah and like we just had like the Cars and Coffee, you know, they had their season finale. Same day, actually the same day this comes out, they had their season finale. I believe Import Expo has their season closer in October. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And also, you know, season's coming to an end, but we all know what that means. H2OI. Yeah, so end of September, H2OI. Mm-hmm. I think it's 27th, 28th. In so that, week, that weekend, yeah. yeah. If anyone doesn't know about H2OI, get on the internet. Please search up H2OI. Um, yes search up maryland obviously maryland ocean um, city yeah ocean that's city. where you want to be it's the most uh i'd say lit yeah it's the most yeah. it's the most lit uh car car meet of it's the not year. even a meet it's like a gathering gathering like, we've talked about it before yeah i can't really explain it yeah. it's really hard to explain yeah it's not it's, really a show it's not like meet it's kind of literally just... the, the actual hosts of h2oi actually move too yeah they're but not the, even in people ocean are like city. nope we're staying here yeah basically <laughs> So yeah, H2O is coming up. We also have first class fitment. Mm-hmm. I believe that's in October. Yep. So that's coming up about a month away. Yeah. So yeah, some good car shows coming up, even though the season's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Very. You know? Yeah. August has been kind of slow month for car shows. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, season's coming to an end, but we're going to you know end it off right. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, the, that's the end of our podcast. Thank you guys for listening once again. Uh, we really appreciate everyone's support that listens to this, that, you know, interacts with us through our Instagram. 
yeah so if you guys want to you know send us questions topics anything like that mm-hmm. you can do so on our instagram we run yeah. our weekly polls where you can submit anything you want us to talk about right you could dm us at northside whips email northside whips at gmail.com right if you want to be featured in the car of the week mm-hmm. you know definitely send us your photos right if you know any cars that you think we'd want to talk about right send us that way as well definitely yep yeah if you like the podcast share with your friends and family mm-hmm. it's available spotify apple Podcasts, right google play right we're available on all the platforms mm-hmm. and yeah that's about it yeah thank you guys for tuning in and I'll see you guys next week all right so anyone that's still listening um we did this last week too but no one won of the t-shirt so we're gonna try this again if you're listening to this and you're the first person to dm us you get a free t-shirt any size yeah just completely free yeah completely we're, free. we're gonna keep running this until someone gets that t-shirt yeah honestly so. like it's kind of disappointing that no one listens till the end i mean i'm not really surprised uh well right? yeah it's the end of the podcast mm-hmm. but yeah, if, if you are here, you know, you're going to get rewarded. Yeah, just 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 listen. Oh, my God. Just DM. Just DM, DM us. DM. Oh, my goodness. You get a man. free t-shirt. Thank you. Love you long time. <laughs>